Hello friends, this is Matt and this is Something From Everything, a podcast about discovering wisdom and embracing meaning through telling better stories. And this is a story about time and a story about memory. This story asks a few different questions, but mostly, what is our relationship to time? Is time stolen from us or gifted to us? What happens to all the moments and minutes and hours and years that we are only partially aware of? And how can we be gracious to ourselves if we've squandered time and memory? This one is entitled, Of Tofino and Time. Thanks for listening. Time doesn't seem to affect Tofino. If you haven't been to the small town perched atop a peninsula in the westernmost end of Vancouver Island, I can't recommend it enough. It's well worth a visit. Maybe even multiple visits. This past spring break, our family visited Tofino and repeatedly drove between the 40-kilometer highway between it and the neighboring town of Euclid. This area largely consists of the Pacific Rim National Parks Reserve and it is an undisputed embarrassment of natural riches for hikers, surfers, and beachcombers alike. All along the coast, dense rainforests are filled with old-growth cedars, Douglas firs, and western hemlock that give way to driftwood-laden sandy beaches. Our family spent five days walking the famous Long Beach and nearby coves, scaling jagged rock formations, and peering into tide pools. We stood under natural hot spring showers and huddled in shallow, sulfur-rich pools. We navigated roots and ropes on vertical climbs, and we trudged through mud that threatened to swallow our hiking boots whole, and once did. We climbed up cascading and oftentimes precarious leaning staircases, and we placed countless steps on winding, slick rainforest boardwalks. And repeatedly... We would come to an expansive vista, or monument, or even a familiar food truck or surf shack, and I would be hit with the same deja vu-like feeling, that this moment was both new and familiar. I kept feeling as if I was stepping into moments I had lived before, because I had. As mentioned, Tofino is worth returning to, and this was my third visit to the area. My partner and I had camped near these beaches nearly two decades ago when we were newly married, and we returned again about eight years ago with three young kids in tow. But of both of these previous trips, I have only the faintest of memories. Orphaned images, largely without connection or context. And Tofino is not unique in this, unfortunately. I'll often find myself in familiar feeling situations or reintroducing myself to someone whom I had met years earlier. In my immediate family, my long-term memory shortcomings are often the subject of playful mockery. But for some reason, this particular forgetting disturbed me. A place this breathtaking, and the memories made here, should not be so easily forgotten. My partner had no such difficulty remembering any of these moments, And so in jest, or to assist my remembering, she uncovered some photos from our initial visit nearly two decades ago. There was the indisputable proof. There we were, 
the people we once were, hair longer and lighter, unkempt and frizzy in the rainforest humidity, no wrinkles on foreheads, no deep creases around the eyes and mouth. There we stood, in a landscape that seemed absolutely untouched by time, posing on the exact same walkways, beaches, and taco stands that we would visit so many years later. And I could hardly remember it. The chronological distance from this picture felt unmeasurable. How much time had occurred between these experiences? Years? Moments? Whole lives? What is the value of these experiences that we don't remember? An unfamiliar face smiling back at me from the photo would be less disturbing. These memories might as well have belonged to someone else. Someone who could recall them. Frustration at myself, even self-loathing, waits at the door. And excuses are there if I want them. The passage of time, of course, takes its toll, as does sleep deprivation and the busyness of a household filled with young children. We've been fortunate enough to go on a lot of road trips and see a lot of beaches in those nearly two decades, and certainly there's some overlap and errors in recording, muddying the mental timeline. But even reasonable excuses won't protect me from the nagging suspicion that I've been missing out. And not just on memories from these specific trips, but from thousands of moments half-lived and soon forgotten. That regret will come not from making the wrong choices, but from distractedly sleepwalking through this one wild and precious life. And so, in the midst of this trip, I began to think and wonder about time and the memories I was currently making. If I could remember more, perhaps time would not feel so stolen, but full, saturated. There I was, staring out into that endless ocean, my anxious, chattering internal dialogue quieted by the constant, cyclical roar of the sea. I wanted to take it all in. The rocks, the sea, the salty air. I want to cling to it, stubbornly, the way all these barnacles cling to the rocks beneath my feet. I try to unroll time, both backwards and forwards. I imagine myself in another decade or two, reflecting on this moment, remembering each and every detail. What will that memory, this memory, look like? I recommit myself to taking it all in, even as I am unsure how. I take fewer photos, knowing all too well that a collection of images is a poor substitute for memory. Instead, I find myself taking mental snapshots, interrogating moments. I watch as my youngest makes a collection of shells for a hermit crab named Hermie that he's found, and notice behind him the glass-like reflection of the early morning sand. I see the pride of my 13-year-old holding trepidation in check as he climbs above the crashing waves of an outstretched rock. I feel the thumping in my chest as I climb vertically amongst mud and roots that serve as both step and obstacle. I watch the way my eldest's hair dances in the wind as she scours the horizon of the sea for fin or blow. I stare at the unexpected head of a sea otter surfacing in the immediate wake of our boat. I take in more. I take in the best salmon taco I have ever had. 
I take in gelato ice cream so good we end up returning three days in a row. Lavender honey, by the way, barely gets the nod for our communal favorite. I take in the sounds of aggressive and hopeful crows that stand sentry at each and every food truck, stroking their beaks in hostile anticipation. I take in the inconvenient and unpleasant, the copious amounts of smoke from waterlogged firewood, the inflation at every grocery item or side of fries, the feel of my feet as I step into still damp shoes from the night before, the toilet that threatens to overflow at our vacation rental due to a temperamental septic system. I take it all in, or at least I try to. I keep taking it in like an impossibly deep breath, filling my lungs with salty air until they're ready to burst. And then I hold it, as if that act could cement all of these memories, as if the sheer force of will will capture the entirety of these moments. Eventually, because I have to, I release the tension and expel the air from my aching lungs. Now, a few weeks later and back home, I'm not sure how well I've done. Have I paid close enough attention? Will this vivid memory be the same in a year, in 10, in 20? Time will tell. And perhaps even more importantly, how will I view time then? Will I see it as something scarce, something relentless and fleeting, never once stopping or even slowing down a little to make sure that I am paying attention? Or will I see it as generous? Not only for the time it has already given me, but for all those moments where it seemed to tap me on the shoulder and say, look how many moments we have already shared. And here is another. How could I see time as anything but generous? Time has already given me enough of itself that I have both experienced and forgotten thousands of moments. And despite this, Despite all that I have squandered before, time repeatedly shows me a brand new moment filled with both novelty and familiarity. And when I find myself frustrated at all that I've missed before, time never seems vindictive or punitive. It simply asks me over and over, what would you like to pay closer attention to this time? And I breathe in, grateful for one more chance to try and take it in. Well, friends, that is episode 32 of the Something From Everything podcast of Tofino and Time. Music at the intro and playing now is All Star by Adrian Berenger, and at the end was Cumulus by Humans Win. All tracks are royalty free and purchase through storyblocks.com. The cover image for this podcast is of yours truly, captured by my partner on one of our first days at Tofino. If you enjoy this podcast, I'm very grateful. If you'd be willing to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or share this episode with a friend, I would really love that as well. You can find all my posts in written and audio form at somethingfromeverything.com, and you can also follow this podcast and see regular updates by following Something From Everything on both Instagram or Facebook. Occasionally, I record video posts as well, and you can see those on both Instagram and YouTube. 
If you're looking for even more podcasts to listen to, I have another very different podcast for you to check out. It's called Navigating a Resurrection, and it is a long-form conversation with people reflecting on how they put their life back together after a significant ideological change. My good friend Ronnie and I interview a different guest each episode, and the first season is out now. You can find links to everything I've mentioned here in the show notes. And so friends, I hope that your memory is much better than mine. Maybe it comes easy for you, and you remember what color of sweater you were wearing five Thursdays ago. But whether it does or doesn't, I hope that you take a moment to try and take it all in. I hope the time is saturated, dripping with these vivid moments. And I hope that we could see time as a giver, endlessly giving us new moments and endlessly asking us to pay closer attention as we all make something from everything. Thanks, friends.